0: Welcome to another session of Bible Studies for Life podcast. Great to be with you. I'm Chris Johnson, one of the uh, editors for Bible Studies for Life Adult. I'm here with uh, Lynn Pryor, who is the team leader for Bible Studies for Life Adult. Lynn, how are you today? Doing good. Doing good. Great to have you with us. We also are joined by Brian Gass. Brian was with us last uh, session, and it's always good to have Brian with us.
1: Great to be here. Thanks again for the invitation.
0: Well, where we're
2: in is, is a study called uh, Dealing with Messy Relationships. <laughs> uh, and of course, we, we laugh that we all know it. You know, you hear the word messy relationships, and we all have our own stories that we could tell. Sure. But the idea is looking at this from a biblical perspective on what do we do to make them unmessy. And so this uh, particular session, we're going to talk about the idea that we serve. And uh, it's not just that we, we, we love them, we forgive them, but we need to do... Things for people in, in a sense to build, sustain, and support
0: that relationship. So that's where we're headed. The p- main point of the session is uh, that we need to uh, take the initiative. We need to seize the opportunity to serve. So uh, we, it's not all, for some people, they are naturals. That just is second nature to serve. For others of us, We need to be reminded that uh, we have to look for those opportunities to do that. Put it on
1: our Google calendar. (laughs) That's right.
2: And one of our earlier sessions was the idea that how do we deal with messy relationships? Well, there's the element of love. So we're going to kind of pick up with that where we show our love by serving the other person. And to do that, we're going to be in Galatians uh, 5, and just uh, end of chapter 5 and end, end of chapter 6. And uh, we're going to begin actually verse 13, but I just want to highlight the end of verse 13. Uh, just a, it
0: just says it straight out, serve one another through love. Some irony there that uh, he's talking initially about us being free. We've called, we're called to be free, and then he invites us uh, in our freedom to serve.
1: Right. Yeah, I think my small group had t-shirts made for our volleyball team. Serve in that oh, way. <laughs> serve one another. Oh, there are man. other applications here. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but That is true. We're not free to just dis- to do whatever we want, but we are free to serve. That's an interesting point, Chris. Thanks.
0: Every now and then that
1: <laughs> happens. <laughs> yeah, most of us associate freedom in Christ um, with the book of Galatians. And uh, the writer reminds us here that freedom is not license. Um, It's not an opportunity for the flesh or to go back to the old man. We're to maximize our liberty in Christ by loving other people. And one of the best ways we do that is through serving them. Right.
2: And, of course, this idea picks up the words of Jesus reminding us of those greatest commands to love one another, you know, love others as yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I I'm, I'm not supposed to treat them any less than I am. Uh, I'm to, to love them even as I love myself. Powerful.
0: Well, love, loving our neighbors is is that application of of how how do I um, show love? And, and we need to be reminded of again Jesus teaching in in the gospel that our, our neighbor isn't just the guy next door. Uh, in the in the story of the Good Samaritan, he reminds us that our neighbor is the person who's in need. So it's the guy in the ditch. It's the guy that's having a hard time. So it's not necessarily the guy that's just like us. And it's a good reminder to us that, that there are all kinds of opportunities to serve others uh, in, in our daily walk. Right, and then
2: as we get into that sex, second section here, we're gonna be in Galatians one and... Excuse me, Galatians six? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm verse one of, Gal- of Galatians six. Gotcha. Thank you. Sure. Um, but it, it carries that same idea, Chris, that was serving those people and how we do it is we help carry their burdens. We show our love for them as we serve them in the process of helping them carry their loads.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because it talks about taking care of our own business, you know, our own burdens and that kind of thing, so that we'll be we'll have the freedom to help other people with their burdens also.
0: It's an interesting play on words. Verse. 2 says carry one another's burdens, and you get the idea that that's weight, load. But then uh, verse 5 says each, each person is responsible to carry his own load. So uh, that's an important probably play of words that you need to think through. Uh, we do help each other, but we do also have responsibility to, to carry our own loads, take care of our own business.
1: I think some of us probably like the idea of helping other people with their burdens, more than us needing help for our burdens. And so uh, it's an important reminder that we've got to be humble when we're the ones who need help too and have some transparency and make sure that we let folks, especially here in our small group, know.
2: I'll confess that during the prayer time for my group, there's people that will always have something to share. I rarely ever share something about myself on a personal note. Uh, because Brian, as you said it, I'm kind of guilty of that. I'm willing to help other people, pray for them, but when it comes to me, I tend to be quiet. Mm. And that's, that's not beneficial. Uh, I mean, really, because I think what we're getting here in this passage is this is the heart of what the church is about as believers. We are not Lone Ranger Christians. We are in this together. So you help me carry my burden, I help you carry yours.
0: Yeah, this should be a really natural conversation to have in a group and opportunity to to, to, write, to remind group members, we, we are all in this together. We need to help each other um, in all of this. Now, I'm convinced that there are gonna be some people who are gonna to want to talk about verse one because of life experience and it's a difficult say. so I'd like for you guys to talk a little bit. Okay, verse one,
2: uh, just brothers and sisters, if someone is overtaken in any wrongdoing, you who are spiritual restore such a person with a gentle spirit watching out for yourselves that you, you, won't be tempted.
1: I think that gentle spirit part gets left out sometimes when that <laughs> happens, right? Yes. Uh, confronting some people are really good about confronting, but not so much with the gentle spirit, sharing the truth, maybe not in love.
0: Right. And I would say in most of our groups, um, that whole idea of how do I, how do I go to someone? How do I take that initiative? How do I confront it? it for most people, that's very difficult. We we want to kick that can down the road. We don't want to have to deal with that ourselves. And um, these are good words for us to know and to apply um, in our relationships. There's
1: nothing better in a group than healthy confrontation. Avoiding confrontation doesn't help anybody. But
0: we all tend to do that.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. And I
2: think, as you pointed out, that's a good discussion to have is where, where are we crossing the line and stepping into other people's lives? Uh, and I want to broaden this to where it includes verse 2 about carrying one another's burdens. That to, for me to see, you may not see it as a burden, but I see how uh, you, because of a sin, uh, a bad habit in your life, that's holding you down. Uh, that's a burden from you being effective. And so what I should do as a brother in Christ is to lovingly come to you and and help, help you carry that burden by telling you, uh, you know, it's not right, or just once again, with a gentle spirit to help them
0: see the right path. The other thing that will happen in most groups is uh, there'll be that sense of uneasiness, and I'm not comfortable talking about uh, how to confront each other, but I think it's important to probably uh, talk a little bit about what burdens could be. And so it would give people chance to think through what kind of things, issues they have in their lives. That maybe it's something going on in, the, in the, in their uh, family, something going on with their children. Maybe it's a financial burden, or maybe it's job related. So there's all kinds of opportunities for for application about what burdens are and how can we help each other carry these loads. Yeah, right. and I, there's a great discussion question. And I think the different age
2: groups may word it a little differently. Uh, but what, what I'm reading in front of me says, what does carrying one another's burdens look like? And it's really getting to that practical idea, okay, I get it to carry another, one another's burdens, What what do I do?
1: And hopefully we'll have some illustrations from our time as a group sure. where somebody can call out and really brag on someone else and how they saw them step into a situation.
0: So glad you mentioned the questions, Lynn, because I think it's important for us to talk about and to remind folks who use Bible Studies for Life adult that Bible Studies for Life is built around these five con- conversational questions where we hope that someone, where we help, we hope that groups will have conversations very naturally to talk about the, the principles and the teachings of the Bible so that it's less one person talking and telling and more us having a conversation around the scriptures.
2: That's right, I, and, I, and I think that's a, even one of those questions that's great to wrap up with. So let me just uh, let remind you too, as you wrap up the Bible study, you, whether you're the leader or you're just sitting in the group, be sure and go to the last page of the session and talk through those uh, the heading called Live It Out. It's the idea, how am I gonna live out this passage? Okay, so I'm told to serve one another. What are some practical things I can do, even right now, to live out this passage? So be sure that you uh, spend some time, whether in
0: a group or as you read this on your own, to look at that. Let's close with that last verse, verse 10. Therefore, as we have opportunity, and we talked about our, the point being look for opportunities, as you have opportunities, look for opportunities. Let us work for the good of all, especially for those who belong to the household of faith. That gets us back to Brian. Brian. One of the things I appreciate about you, in our sessions as we work together to create questions, you're always looking to create a question that is very much group oriented. How can our group do this? So is, do you have some examples maybe of how, how you would do that in this session?
1: Wow, yeah, so important for us to, um, as a group, uh, deal with these things um, so that we remember we're all in this together. Um, we're not just doing it on our own. The question I asked uh, at the end of this session was What opportunities does our group have to serve others in church and community? And I'm reminded that um, as we meet one another's needs, it's not really secluded from the community. I mean, the community's watching, the community sees how we take care of each other. And that's attractive. Um, We talk about church growth and church growth principles and all those kind of things. People can tell when a small group loves each other, when a church is a loving place, and that's attractive. And out of that, it can spill over into the community and really begin to make a difference. Jesus
0: said, love one another as I have loved you. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples because of the love that you have for one another. So this is a great opportunity to to live out that biblical principle and truth from from the gospels. So as we look at this
2: overall study, which is how to deal dealing with messy relationships, uh, it just jumps out at me that how we serve each other, carrying each other's burdens, does goes a long way and if there's a, a repair that needs to happen in a in a relationship, a repair in a church, how serving one another in love just breaks down a lot of walls. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm great study. Uh, And so I hope you do have a good study this week with your group, or as you read this. And uh, so I hope you have a great study. But if if you're a teacher, if you lead a group, I'm going to ask you just to hang around for just a minute, because in a moment, Brian Gass is going to share with us just a great teaching tip. But first, before we get to uh, Brian's tip, Chris, talk to us about one of the resources of Bible Studies for Life.
0: So one of the things that we hope to provide at LifeWay is tools to help you. We want to design tools that will help you to have a great Bible study experience and so uh, one of the things that we have designed and that we create is a leader pack and the purpose of the leader pack is to give you uh, some tools to use Um, a lot of the times they're posters uh, with like an overview of of the study Uh, sometimes we use um, help
1: me guys maps maps thank you charts uh-huh, Some, background on a Bible book or a character. Those or, are
0: usually handouts, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's a uh, there's a question or an activity where you, p- you respond on the uh, on the page, on, the, uh, on the tool provided. Sure,
1: where it's more interactive or even, you know, the plan of salvation, just to be a reminder to people that they need to be out witnessing.
0: So I, for me, I need those kind of helps. If I'm teaching a group, I don't... That's not the first thing that runs through my mind is what's a creative, interactive way that we can do this differently. And so one of the benefits of, of using a Bible studies for life adult is that there are these posters that you can use to help you to be more creative and interactive with your group. And Chris, one I
2: think one thing I've appreciated about that over the years is the ease of use of it? You know, the, the teaching plan, the group plan can call me to, hey, create a chart where you on on the on a, on a whiteboard or something and write all this out, or I can just pull out that poster, and that is so much easier. And it makes me look good because the poster <laughs> looks a whole lot better than my third grade handwriting.
1: Oh, no doubt, our designers <laughs> make us all look good. That's right. Got a teaching tip for us, Brian. Uh, I do. Um, One of the things that uh, we recommended in our adult leader guide is uh, that this would be a good opportunity to invite somebody from church staff uh, to come in and talk about service opportunities um, in our church so that uh, they'll have a way of applying this lesson right away. Um, Strike while the iron is hot. Um, Or you could even set up a little um, mini community missions fair. Uh, there in your room and invite some late champions of different ministries to come in and just tell them, hey, if you'll come to our class today, um, we'll give you a minute to really plug your ministry in some ways that folks in our Sunday school class or small group can serve. And uh great thing about that is it'll really boost your numbers. You know how we are about sometimes wanting to uh, See a lot of people in our class, so pastoral pastor will sure. love that, I am sure.
0: <laughs> well, and that's a great idea to, to not just say, hey, you all need to look for opportunities to serve, but to say, so here are some opportunities to serve. Here are some actual ministries that are going on in our church. and uh, Learn about these things, and maybe you would want to volunteer. So I, I like that idea. Good point. All right, great to have you with us today as we talk about Bible studies for life, adults, and I hope that you will look for opportunities to serve others in your group, in the church, even people out in the community this week.